Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Ladies and gentlemen, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. It has been a long break, but we are finally back. It is Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and of course, joining me as always is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how we doing, brother? Dude, it's been forever, brother. I'm oh, very yes. sorry about that. We've had a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Kids being sick, holidays, just stuff going on that's like, oh man. Yeah, we've had a lot and, of uh, personal things going on. Personal things, it just, yeah, it's uh, it's really hard right now, but uh, we're back. We're oh. back at it, and, uh, and uh, we're going to give you guys some couple podcasts. And, That's right. And uh, let you know we, we appreciate you, and we're sorry we've been gone for so long, but uh, maybe later on when it's easier to talk about, we can talk about it. Yeah, and of course you also have been dealing with your own kind of medical issues yourself that we yeah. have. Yeah. They've had to get right up, or get right, so that way we can be doing this. Yeah, yeah, that too. <clears throat> so, yeah, but we'll get all, we'll bypass all that, and um, we're just glad to be back. So let's get down to it. We have wrestling talk. Let's do it, brother. So in AEW, is there division in the locker room? That seems to be the case as AEW tries to figure out what to officially do with CM Punk. It has been reported that Jericho and members of the Elite do not want him back, and they are trying to get the locker room to side with them. While on the other hand, Dax Harwood believes Punk should return and everyone just needs to figure out a way to make it work. Cooper, your thoughts? Um, 
to be honest, if the higher ups in that company don't want him back, mm-hmm. don't bring him back. Yeah, I can see um, that. Um, honestly, he's already proven himself to be who he is, mm-hmm. which really sucks because I used to be a big punk fan, and uh, I was always, you know, clamoring for him to come back. But we've seen what he's done. He's already, you know, burnt his bridge. But at the same time, it makes you wonder, is this a play, dude? Is this is this a play? Is something going on here that we don't know about? And it's just a storyline? I mean, it could be, but the only reason why I say that is because Punk is very, he's very particular. Yeah. And if he's wanting to be a dick about something, he isn't going to want to come back because Why? True. He wants to sit over there and, you know, take his ball, go home, and be a big baby about it. So. That is true about it. Uh, I just, <clears throat> I just don't see how it is a actual line, uh, storyline kind of thing. Because it's been reported by other news outlets that there was a legitimate fight um, yeah. that broke out in the locker room after that pay-per-view that they had. And um, it's just, it's hard for me to be. And I'm with you. It's just it's starting to become a pattern where it's it's not really looking like it's them. It's kind of you kind of thing. It's not them. It's you. You're yeah. the one that has that seems to have the issue with everybody else. Because um, let's not forget, despite um, how things he felt ended with WWE, he didn't like how much WWE pushed Cena. And he's not liking the fact that he gets a championship, and it looks like AEW is going to start pushing Moxley. But actually, AEW really isn't trying to push anybody in particular. They try to give fans almost anything they want as best as they can by, well, okay, it's Moxley's turn to be the title holder. Because remember, we started off this whole thing with Jericho as the title holder. Yeah. And, you know, whether you agreed with that or not, like I said, I understood it. I still felt that Adam Page would have been, but we're not going to get into what that was. But we knew it was because of prestige. And then then they gave it to Omega. And that made sense because Omega is an international icon and it helped keep the prestige going of AEW with the title belt. So that it was understandable. Then they gave Page a little bit of run for it because everybody's like, well, Page has been there from the beginning. He had a chance at it. You put it on Jericho instead. So that gave the fans what they wanted. And, of course, when Moxley and, um, came over and he had his... First, he had to have his feud with Omega. But then he started having those personal issues that he had to get dealt with, um, with his alcoholism. Then when he came back, the fans were like, okay, he's back and we really love Moxley. So the uh, the company's like, okay, well, we'll put it on Moxley even though we got Punk now. And Punk just is like... If he feels like he needs to be the one that's pushed. And if he's not getting the push... And he's pissed off about it. it. It really sucks, too, because, I mean, it's like you want to see these rivalries. You want to see good matches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he can't be a team player. He's just kind of a... I'm sorry, but he really is a <clears throat> dick. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but if that's the way he wanted to be with WWE, too, uh, your little allegations and all this other shit doesn't seem so right. After you pulled everything you did in AEW. Right. Now, the medical stuff can be just probably legit with WWE where he was... It could be, or it could have been fabricated. I mean, let's be honest here. Punk is a big baby. 
But we also know WWE's history of kind of covering a lot of shit up to kind of get keep people wrestling or keep the oh, public yeah. unaware yeah, of things. Keep, keep, yeah, I get it. But so, it's like, if you agreed to it and then you want to go back on your word and be a little bitch about it, then, and then there's that. Yeah. Then there you go. But yeah, so I mean, honestly, if the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Jericho and all of them say, who've been there from the beginning of the company, not came in on a fan pop, basically yeah. is what that was, then you're going to have to go ahead and just kind of agree with them and not bring Punk back. And what, and if it upsets some people like Dax, I'm sorry, Dax Harwood, who gives a fuck? He's fucking replaceable, dude. Yeah, he's replaceable. I mean... Uh, he's not a pillar of the company F- either. FTR, I didn't like them when <clears throat> they were in WWE. I don't think they were a very good tag team in the first place. Yeah. All this talk about how great they were. They're just like Punk. They they think they're better than everybody, and that's why they get along with him. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, no, you ain't better than everybody. In fact, I mean, look at the way WWE's being ran now, and everybody's <coughs> okay with it. Uh-huh. How, long have been, uh, how long have the Usos been champions? Exactly. How long? Time. How long's Roman been champion? A very long time. Yeah. And nobody cares. They're they're all happy with it. Yeah. It's all good, right? Yeah, exactly. It is going. I good. mean, what makes money and what makes sense as far as business wise, that's where it needs to be. Not let's play favoritism and and you know, oh, well, I need him. We we need him back. You don't need Punk. No. In fact, if the uh, if they bring Punk back. That it's just gonna be bad juju, man. Yeah, I think so too. It's gonna be a cancer in the locker room. It's already kind of been that way. Kind of get rid of the tumor while you can get rid of the tumor before it spreads. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so we're gonna move on from that to the possible rumor of where Sasha Banks, now known as Mercedes Monet, will end up being. She was uh, officially a free agent after the new year. Um, fans did speculate that she was possibly the mystery partner for Soraya um, on a tag team match in AEW on January 11th. However, that did not end up being the case at all. But Mercedes Monet, real name Mercedes uh, Varnado, did appear at New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 17 and making her debut as Mercedes Monet. Cooper, what are your thoughts? Um, Good for her, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was this part... When she came out and she went to hit her finisher. Yeah. And Kyrie Zane freaking botched that move. Mm-hmm. Like, they tried to blame it on, on okay, Sasha or whatever. Mercedes. Know, Mercedes. They tried to blame it on her. Mm-hmm. But I also think if you can't take a DDT the right way and you drop down to your knees, that's not the person's fault that's trying to give it to you. True, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, so that other than that, and of course, a lot of people are still blaming Mercedes. It's like, well, yeah, you haven't been uh, you haven't been wrestling for so long because you walked out on WWE and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well. That, that's just haters, dude. Yeah, that's just haters. It's going to be interesting because, uh, you know, she also mentioned that, you know, she plans on trying to take the title from um, Kyrie, 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 Kyrie Zane. Kyrie Zane. And then she also plans on, it's supposed to be a world domination tour she's embarking on. So it's not supposed to be this new Japan. She plans on doing other things, so... AEW. AEW will yeah. probably be the next one. So it's going to be interesting to see Impact. what she does. 
all that because they're all kind of connected. Anyways, to... yeah. So that's true. Yeah. So that could be a whole way you can go about doing it. Get a partnership between TNA and AEW. However, they want to do that partnership with her, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I like it um, to be honest because. <clears throat> You know, she gets to step out of the shadow of, of Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Um, she gets to do her own thing. And, you know, I mean, I get it. She She's kind of been wish wishy-washy with fans, wishy-washy with company. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe getting out somewhere else, maybe a change of scenery, maybe a change of... You know, just all around atmosphere yeah. will make things better for. Her. Yeah, and so. as and as we've learned very recently, she can end up potentially going back to WWE later on if she feels like she has unfinished business there. Um, and because obviously Cody Rhodes was one yeah. of those. Yeah, definitely. Where because you know when he came up, never and say never. Know, yeah, we can't say never. We can never say never now because. We everyone, I'm sure, assumed that Cody. Well, you got AEW. Where do you think? Where do you need to go back to WWE for? Well, he felt he had unfinished business. Down the road, in a few years, if she feels that way and her contracts are up and she's a free agent again, and WWE makes that offer, and she don't be surprised if you see her back. Um, maybe she might even be allowed to be packaged as Mercedes Monet instead of being turned back to Sasha Banks. We don't know because Cody was basically, even though he was Cody Rhodes in AEW, still technically was mostly referred to as Cody because WWE still had the trademark of the Rhodes name yeah. from his dad. And so, therefore, he was mostly known as Cody on AEW, and then he came back, and then he's back to being Cody Rhodes. But So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with her um, and what she ends up doing officially. officially, Because I, th- I still feel like New Japan is still kind of just her launching point, not really her, you know, where she's going to roll for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's good for her, too, cause, because she is a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. But it gives, gives her more opportunity to hone in on some of them skills and, you know, just become flawless, man. Like, for real, because... New Japan, they've got a they've got a different way of wrestling, man, and it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens with all this. It is. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so you ready to switch gears and talk some WWE? Do we have to? Yeah, but we're not gonna talk about that part until the end. Uh, all right. So first up, we saw recently that Bray Wyatt uh, made an appearance alongside Uncle Howdy, and he was attacked by Uncle Howdy as. Um, he had that encounter with him and L.A. Knight. This, of course, led to speculation on exactly who is Uncle Howie, uh, Howdy. Because a lot of people were saying, well, Bray was just being Uncle Howdy, and they were just recording him as Uncle Howie, and then he would come down to the ring and just be talking to a video that he's already recorded of himself as Uncle Howdy. Yeah. Um, now, people seeing them both together could still be true. He could have still done that to begin with. But now seeing them together in person at the same time, um, a lot of people are now speculating that it could possibly be his brother, Bo Dallas. And, of course, that's not the only rumor. Rumors also kind of been sprinkled out very vaguely that it could possibly be Randy Orton as Uncle Howdy. Cooper, what do you think is more likely? Uncle, Uncle Howdy Randy or Uncle Howdy Bo? I say Bo. You say Bo? I say Bo. 
I say Bo too. Only because, you know, he's he's they've they've showed the fact <clears throat> that he might even have the the same earring. Yeah. And his build is like Bo Dallas. Yeah. And uh, I mean and Bo is built similar to Bray Wyatt. Exactly, they're brothers. So because I mean, a lot of times, a lot of people believe when during the Fiend era of Bray Wyatt, when he was not being the Fiend and actually having same time, like when and obviously the Fiend and him weren't ever really in the ring together as separate personalities. But like when the Fiend would pop up in the arena, though not on screen because you can't really do it that yeah. way. But like when he would make an appearance. In the arena, at the same time, a lot of people were already expecting that was just Bo, Bo Dallas anyways, because they did have similar build at the time, because Bo... And I know, mean, Bo does... Bo lose weight. <laughs> he does have a, a raspy voice. Mm-hmm. He does do do it very well. Um, if you remember the the um, time of him and Curtis Axel teamed up to go against Bray Wyatt, and... I think it's Bray Wyatt. It might have been Bray Wyatt and Eric Rowan or something. I think so. But uh, he dressed up as his brother. Yeah. And it sounded almost exactly like him when he was speaking. And I was like, it kind of gives you the chills. Because it's like, dude, that's that's pretty damn cool. Right. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's more than likely going to be him. Because. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see it being Randy Orton at all. I think that's just something thrown in there. This is just. Yeah. Let's throw some names into a hat and let's see who it is. I mean, really, I mean, it could be it could be Barry Windham. It could be their dad. It could be you know, because it could be IRS. I mean, I don't know, but yeah. it, I really think it's Bo Dallas. I think so too. The other problem is, is that then you're telling me that Randy Orton's packed on a bunch of weight too with a bad back. Yeah, that's not happening. Because his, his build is still, even though it is more, it is muscular than when he first started, it's still that slender muscle, muscular yeah. tone. Not a built-out powerhouse. You know, that's never been really Randy Orton. He's Yeah, she's gotten thicker as he's gotten older. But that's also based on because he's gotten older. Yeah. But he's not going to go from having a bad back like that to then turning into this huge, big-bodied guy like that. It's not going to be good for his back at all. It makes no damn sense. Seems like somebody throwing around speculation. That's with it. Now, if you want to say they did a voice alteration and he was the voice on the video for for Uncle Howdy when they were doing the video interactions, then I can buy that at that time. Yeah. But you're not going to tell me when it's in person that's Randy Orton. But this whole wide six thing, I am so (laughs) glad that the rumble's coming. Yeah. They're finally going to get Bray Wyatt to wrestle. Even though you don't like the it's, match. It's going to be a weird... <laughs> That's just because I'm tired of seeing him do this weird shit. It's like, just get in the ring and be the fiend, whatever. Just get in the ring and kick some ass, dude. Don't do not don't do these freaking weird-ass freaking like horror movie type shit. What do you think, though, that they are still kind of using Alexa, though? Yeah, I mean, they've been messing with her lately. That's kind of, it's kind of interesting because I think she was better at it than him. Yeah, I did too. Honestly, <laughs> to be honest, she she played the creepy role really, really good, almost too good. So, well, what's funny is too because if you actually have heard her talk about herself, she's not even her Alexa Bliss persona. 
Yeah. She's like, that's not me. I can't be that to anybody in person. She's like, that's just not me. But I sure do play it well, don't I? And yeah, I said, right. yes, you do. And then to, then to go on top of the Alexa Bliss persona and then add on the technically, you want to say, possessed Alexa Bliss by Sister Abigail or whatever mystic powers that the Fiend had on everybody um, that was in contact with him at that time. It's just like, what in the Cracker Jacks? You do a really good job of playing somebody that you don't norm that you not really are. Who was also then possessed at the same time. That's why a lot of these people they'd be really good as like, you know, a movie star. Because I mean, sometimes they can they can put on these acts and it's like you're nothing like you are in the ring. So it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, well, you know, she's the woman playing the woman possessed by another woman. Right. <laughs> Instead of the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we won't get into that, though. (laughs) We don't need to get canceled before we get to get going here. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what that ends up being. I'm kind of ready for them to move on from this Uncle Howdy crap. Let him either be the fiend or just be brave. Let's just move on. It's just the the whole uh, bit of it being, you know, like this long drawn out storyline it's okay but i mean you've got to throw some more action into it like i i just don't i don't care for it right now i i cannot wait till t starts wrestling and doing something more than just this crap right all right next up so with the college football season officially in the books as of monday night the wwe universe now will anticipate the return of pat McAfee to the commentating table of SmackDown. Yes, baby. McAfee has been missed at the SmackDown commentary table, though Wade Barrett has filled in nicely in his absence. Some um, feel that once McAfee is back, that Barrett could potentially return to ring action. However, I do have an update. It was officially announced that SmackDown will be a three-commentator table once McAfee officially returns back to the WWE. Well, I mean, that's that's interesting, I guess. I mean, but do you really need three? Like, McAfee's enough energy for, energy for four. Right? I mean, man, I mean, maybe they'll maybe they'll switch off a couple times. Maybe, like, McAfee will get into a thing where he's fighting for a little bit. Um, you know, obviously, well before football season. Obviously, he won't be doing that. Yeah. Football season, and then Wade Barrett maybe gets into a storyline. Maybe they'll fight to see who gets to remain on the table. That would be a fun, fun WWE event. What I love about McAfee is he's a very busy, busy guy, and he makes time for all of his passions, dude. Still makes time he's for got football. A lot of passions. Still got time for football. He's still got time for his podcast. Mm-hmm. He's still got time for WWE. And he does commentary and in-ring action. Dude is just crazy, man. Which means he also fills in his family time and his gym time. Yeah. I don't know how he can do that, man. It's like, do you even sleep, Pat? And you think he's got to sleep at some point because he's got energy for days. Right. Uh, but, man, I'm, I'm, I, that was the one thing I was always stunned about was his retirement. Because he was so still good at punting. I was like, dude, why'd you retire? You were so good. And I was just like, I can't believe he retired. And I was just like disappointed. And then now he's a WWE guy. And then he's, you know, he's um, on the 
um, called Game Day Now crew, and it's just like, you can't get enough of Pat. Dude, Pat McAfee's even a freaking WWE supercard now. This is crazy, man. And Chris has like five of them. <laughs> I mean, Cooper has five of them. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Didn't mean to say that. It's whatever, man. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Cooper, Chris, whatever. This guy next to me. <laughs> this guy. This guy over here, you know. He's the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. <laughs> Alright, man. So, let's get into this one, because this one might be an all-nighter here. Oh, Lord, no. Oh, oh yes. soapbox. Yes. Why do we have to go on the soapbox? Well, because you love your soapbox. Fine, let's do it. So, this week saw the return, officially, of Vincent Kennedy McMahon to WWE. Not on TV, though. Okay. His return was marked as the potential sale of WWE. Okay. Then... Ironically, yesterday, Stephanie McMahon, his daughter, resigned as co-CEO of WWE, leaving Uber Nick Khan, leaving Nick Khan as the sole CEO. Puppet. Then, a few hours later, rumors began to run rampant that a Saudi investment group had bought WWE. The gayest of gays. There has not been an official statement yet from WWE. It does seem, though, incredibly fast, considering just a few days prior, the J.P. Morgan Chase Group was hired to help facilitate the sell of the company. Cooper, enough of your gay talk. Get on your soapbox. Let's hear it. Well, that's pretty much it. It's gay. It's gay. Um, no, I, and no offense to gay people. I'm sorry. But, uh, no, this is stupid, dude. I cannot stand it. Um... I don't understand what the hell he's doing other than probably trying to climb climb out of that hole, financial hole he's dug himself into, uh, and, you know. The legal ramifications that came about it. And, yeah. and like what you said to me, I mean, because we've already talked about this, mm-hmm. is the fact that, you know, Stephanie probably stepped down because Saudi is going to be doing it. Probably because, unfortunately, we know how the Saudi Arabian Middle Eastern groups treat women, and they probably do not see Stephanie as someone who needs to be on the table because of how they feel about women, and they don't feel that women in power deserve to be there. My question is, what the actual hell? I don't get this. It doesn't make sense to me. And not only that, but they're going back to being a private company. You would have been better off to sell to Disney, dude. I would have been like, okay, I can, I can do, I can deal with that. But you sold the yeah Amazon, anybody, man. But why'd you sell to them, dude? Because you know they're gonna get very, they're gonna get very weird about it. Yeah, and they're gonna get very particular in where they're gonna go, what they're gonna do. It's not going to be the same WWE. And in fact, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to turn their backs on it and not watch it anymore. Wow. Do you think I this... might end up being one of them. God, you wouldn't be watching any wrestling then. Anyways. <laughs> I might have to go back and watch AEW. Just say, you know. You watch wrestling still? I watch wrestling still. Do you... If... I think this might be potentially the starting of the end. But I don't want to say that quite yet until we know how long Triple H is still going to be the leader of creative. Yeah, that, if that will make the difference. If he stays as the head of creative, 
WWE will still have a chance. But if somebody gets a hair up their ass and decides Triple H should not be head of creative anymore, probably going to be it. Because remember, when he was no longer head of creative and dealing with his medical issues, WWE took a major hit, popularity-wise. And NXT did. I mean, um, NXT everything he did with NXT, they basically freaking dropped it, dude. NXT almost died because of that. And so, if he's no longer head of creative, I'm telling you that will be that will be the official beginning of the end of WWE. We're just kind of getting there. We're in the middle of a step. It feels like. Yeah, it's not fun, man. Uh, especially being a fan as long as I've been a fan, and a fan as long as you've been a fan. Yeah, it's you. You put your money, you put your time, you put your everything into watching this show and being a it being a big part of your life and now they're just gonna like oh we're just gonna monopolize and sell off it's like what because not only that too you're gonna alienate some of your wrestlers in the locker room Sami Zayn doesn't go to the Saudi events yeah a lot of some of the women won't go to the Saudi events because of how they treat women you know um, Sami Zayn and how they treat Jewish people Kevin Owens also doesn't go because of how they treat Jewish people. Yeah. It's it's going to be a problem. It's bad enough that you've already kind of alienated your locker room by having those events over in Saudi. And now this. But watch this. This is going to be a power play now. Because, think about it. If they really drop the ball on this bitch, AEW is all... All gravy. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna, but it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. It definitely is. I, mean, I really don't want to see them all go to AEW, because to me, I just feel like they're not even in that caliber type area, and it's all because of the way things are ran in the back, the way they play favorites, the way they they can't keep a real contract. Yeah, but it, then again, if you're also getting executives over from WWE that know how to do all that to help you run the company better. That is true. Because you know, who knows? We don't know about executives of WWE, what they're planning on doing. Because we don't, we don't know what how they felt about this whole situation. We don't know how they felt about Saudi. You can't really talk about it because you're in fear of your job anyways. You know, you can't, you're not talent. You know, it's one thing when you're the talent because that makes your... your the reason fans come to see WWE when yeah. you're the talent. So, of course, it's easier for you to say, I'm not going to that event because I feel this way about my personal beliefs. And they do, and they go against my personal beliefs. But okay. when you're an executive, you're uh, you're a faceless man, um, entity of, a, of the company. And the, the you bad, lose your job. And the bad thing about it is, too, how many people are they going to fire because they don't want to follow whatever guidelines they throw out? True. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, these people are very freaking just, I never understood the Saudi events from the get-go. I was hoping they would get rid of them. I didn't care for it. Um, I, I do believe that everyone has the right to watch wrestling. Everyone does deserve that right. Just like, you know, anybody else that wants to see a, <coughs> wants 
wants to see a concert mm-hmm. or anything like that. They all deserve that that stuff. But WWE and this partnership with Saudi will be the death of it. I, I, I just have a feeling about this. I have a really, really bad feeling. Yeah. This is not going to end well. Like I said, if as long as they can keep Triple H as head of creative, that's the only thing that'll keep WWE afloat. Yeah. If when if we find out he's gone, that's it. That's yeah. that's the, that will be the official end of. Yeah, because if he's gone, then Sean's not going to stay. Oh no! Hell no! He ain't staying. Regal won't stay. No one's going to stay. Yeah. I, I'm surprised we haven't heard of anything just because Stephanie's no longer CEO. Yeah, right. Because we don't even know what if she's taking another position. We just heard she stepped down as, C- as co-CEO. We don't know if she got to keep in her old position or move into another part of the company into another position. All we heard is she's resigned. I wouldn't be surprised. This is going to be interesting, to say the least. So I just I couldn't believe it. Because I, I was sitting there going, oh, my God, they're going to sell to Disney. Disney's going to own everything. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have bothered me. I mean, it wouldn't bother me. It just it would have been like, oh my god, another thing Disney owns. Holy crap! Yeah, that's just that's what I just would have been like. Holy crap, Disney's just gonna own everything now, isn't it? But um, of course, they have a better streaming platform than yeah. Peacock. But <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, so so it would have made more sense to me than Universal, honestly. But NBC Universal. But I mean, that still would have made sense in the fact that they already had that partnership with. That, see, and that's how, how's that going to work now? Your streaming services with NBC Peacock, Universal. How, what's that going to affect now? You know, how's that also going to affect your media deals? Because what's Fox and um, Turner going to do about this? You know, what uh, they're probably going to be in an uproar too. Yeah. So, because they're like, we don't deal with the Saudi stuff. It, it's going to be interesting to say the least. I'm, it kind of feels like they saw what they did with their um the the live golf group that the saudi came up with and bought off all those golfers and now they're like well we're gonna get money out of this aren't we that's all they care about is that money it's just gonna be and it's gonna be unfortunate if it's gonna be the death of wwe so because as we said if triple h goes so if you guys don't hear from us and you know i mean we'll we'll still be on here but i'm just saying like this wrestling thing it's really turned into shit well if we if this ends up going to shit on wwe we'll either we'll probably stick with some AEW stuff and we'll be doing a lot more independence (laughs) very true (laughs) that's basically where it's going to be and once because once wwe's gone i mean it's going to be that's where it's going to go um, yeah, because nobody's, nobody's been able to contend with them. They haven't been able to keep storylines. They haven't been able to keep wrestlers the way WWE does. They haven't been able to, to do the things that they do. My my only thing is, is I would like to see if they decide that Triple H needs to go, him and Stephanie need to start their own wrestling company. And just freaking steal as many Stick as they can. Stick it to them, man. Stick it to them. Yeah, <clears throat> freaking, because doesn't um, WWE owns the um, NWA rights, right? Why don't they just restart the NW? If they do it, they should try to get the rights for NWA. Take the rights for NWA and restart NWA. I thought the NWA was already a promotion up and running. Well, maybe I don't know. So. Buy out Dixie Carter and Impact. <laughs> Take over Impact. <laughs> 
comes out. Right. I don't even think Dixie Carter owns that anymore. Probably not. I was just saying. Oh, that's how far well, out yeah. of it I went with it. In fact, I have no well, idea. Well, yeah, man. I mean, they, they could do something, but it's just... It's very somber for me, man. Growing up watching wrestling, growing up. Or partner with Ted Turner and get WCW back on. Then there's that. Right? They could do that. So. I mean, I know they own basically all the rights to WCW after McMahon did officially buy out WCW from Ted Turner. But, I mean, you already have that partnership with Turner, um, Turner Entertainment. So. Yeah. And I'm sure Ted would love nothing more than <laughs> to bring back WCW just to piss Vince off. Because <laughs> he knows it would. Despite what Vince may feel, he knows it would piss Vince off. I don't even know what the hell Vince is thinking anymore. It's just not even right to take a company that, that you know, your dad built up. You made it into this mega, you know, mega million, billion dollar freaking company. And then you turn around and and you get in trouble and now you're gonna sell. It's like, dude, you're 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 ancient now. Yeah. Pass it down to your kids. You don't want to deal with it. That's fine. Pass it down to them. Yeah. Let Stephanie. They and Shane they take were care doing it. fine. It's been going well. Yeah. Let Stephanie and Shane and Triple H take care of it. They would have made it work. It's not. It wouldn't have been that hard for them to all make it work. I mean, even if Shane doesn't want to, well, maybe that's who fine. knows? Maybe the whole McMahon family, maybe including Triple H, sold all their sons. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know, but it's just crap, dude. It is crap. So we'll leave you on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's just it's gonna be. That's gonna be hard. It's gonna be different, man. It's yeah. So we'll see what happens moving forward. My hope is that it's not the end of WWE, but signs kind of point to it being the end. Or at least the beginning of the end. So We we won't know, though, but we'll give it a few months. But and... there is a lot of good independent shows out there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, wrestling's not dead. Wrestling's even, not dead, no. Even if WWE dies, wrestling's not dead, and there will still be fans out there. And there still will be a a major company out there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, if Tony Khan can get his head out of his ass and start learning how to deal with people and deal with contracts and and just do things the right way, things things will be better for them. Because I really, really wanted to see AEW become the next WCW or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it just... They they haven't really plat they it feels like they've plateaued. Yeah. To be honest. Well, I mean then again, when your competition just kinda of slits its own throat. Yeah. You might not have to worry about it. You might only. not have to worry about it. So <laughs> you'll be able to just be top dog after that anyways. Yep. Well at least here in the United States, because we all know that internationally New Japan wrestling will always still be And that's one another of the top thing. Things. Are they gonna still be based out of Around the United States, or are they going to move them over there? Who knows? It's just, it seems so weird. You'd think Titan Tower would still be there with WWE because they would own the, because they, they'd end up owning the building and stuff. So, all right, so we'll stop because we're going to keep speculating and all that. Right. 
right on through um, even longer. We don't need to. So, <clears throat> well, we'll be back again tomorrow with football talk. Uh, sports talk we'll probably not be doing this week. It's kind of already in the middle of the week when we're getting this done. So we're just kind of probably try to get to a normal schedule next week. Where we kind of can do this. Next week and then probably do a live next week. Yep. And so that sounds kind, good. Kind of trying to get back to the swing of things. So thank you for... To. Thank you for joining us for our new season premiere. It is now season nine yes, of Sports Talk. Yes, thank you Talk. so much. So uh, that will do it for us, Hill. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now